I think Coffees and Cars works because that's the name of the thing that we do together anyway. Yeah, and that's essentially what we're doing. We're, yeah, we're drinking, drinking coffee, coffee talking, talking about, cars. about cars. That's it. Five minutes in and we've just, yeah, just all lost everything. <laughs> yeah. I think that's recording now. Should be. Seems I clicked the replace button and it seems to just be overlaying, which is really weird to watch because you've got all the upcoming sound bars oh. and then they just change to whatever you're doing. Yeah. It's weird. My concern is, is it going to get to the 36 second mark and then just stop because that's as far as we got when well, I clicked Well, I suppose port. we need to test this out. We'll find out in 10 seconds. I'll have a sip of my coffee. You've already yeah. finished yours. I have already finished mine, I probably. Might have to pause it so you can make another one. Yeah, to be honest, it's probably for the best. Ooh. Ah, oh, it's no, still going. We're all right. Going. Excellent. That's fine, we can carry on as is. Good news. I think we should probably, in some way, introduce ourselves and what we're going to do. Yeah, I, I think we also need to decide what yeah. we're actually going to do at some point. I was thinking about this earlier because it, we were kind of just sort of like, yeah, we'll do a podcast. We'll just, yeah. Well, I think because this is the first one, we can be a little bit vague because we're still figuring <laughs> out what's going on. we don't have any on. idea what we're doing. Yeah. Like, when I started listening to um, There's No Such Thing as a Fish podcast, which is the QI Elves, mm. I was like, I'm going to listen to this from the very start. And in the first one, he goes, this is a new weekly podcast. And then in the second one, he goes, I wish I hadn't said the word weekly in our first podcast because now we're stuck with weekly. <laughs> <laughs> So we're not going to do that. No, we're just going to this say is going this to come is out. a new biannually podcast. <laughs> it's just a podcast that will happen when we get a chance to make it. A sporadic it. podcast. Yeah, because I'm going to try and do... So what I'll try and do is I'll keep the cars and coffee ones as the morning drive stuff. Yep. Because I'll aim for guests and things on that. Yeah, yeah. And then this one can be a separate thing that's just us and maybe some friends. Yeah, I think that's... Rather than it being all intertied in and... Because then the ones where I have a guest for the Tacoma stuff, if this was... Well, morning drive jumpy, is morning drive. So morning drive can stay as morning drive and do guests and Because you just do that. You just happen to record that here. Yeah, and this can just be a, another thing. This is just our impromptu recording studio. It's not really the fact that it doesn't have to be the no. same thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I Cause presume... Because I'm recording the next morning drive, I presume, not here. <laughs> yeah, well, there you are. <laughs> So I presume this is now going to just be a uh, situation where we. I we presume it's going it to be car. Cars, I presume we're going to be car related. Yeah, it's but going we to be call it the Coffees cars. and Cars podcast or the yeah. Cars and Coffee podcast, whichever one people don't cry about for being improperly. No, I think it out. should be the one they do cry about because then we're yes. unique. So Coffees and Cars. Coffees and Cars. We're sat drinking coffee in your coffee shop. There's coffees. There's two of them, and we both <laughs> have cars. Yeah. And quite interesting cars. So that like makes cars. sense for us to do a cars and And coffee. mine will provide content, so should we wish... Yeah, we'll get some... I mean, we could do a really, really dodgy version of what Jared and yeah. <laughs> Liam did. This Just is... Just me underneath a car going, I've broken it! Yeah, this is the Black Roads podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Front Roads. Yeah. <laughs> the B Roads podcast. <laughs> no, I think Coffees and Cars works, because that's the name of the thing that we do together anyway. Yeah. And that's essentially what we're doing. We're, yeah, drinking, we're drinking coffee, coffee talking, talking about, cars. about cars. That's it. Job done. And some other stuff intertwined. So my, my style of recording things, I don't tend to be like, and this is an intro and away we go. It's more, this will all probably stay in. Right. And then the next one will go, this is the Coffees and Cars podcast. We know that's incorrectly said, but that's why we do it. 
and then we'll just crack on from there. Yeah. Um, and then I'll need to remember the word for when you say something incorrectly. Punk punctually? No. That's being on time. Yeah. Or punctuation. Grammatically incorrect. It's grammatically incorrect. The Coffees and Cars podcast, we know it's grammatically incorrect. There we are. And we'll just have that as a tagline. And we don't care. We know it's grammatically incorrect. <laughs> and then we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we aren't grammatical, because that's not even grammatically well, no. correct. <laughs> the, the thing is, we're both really finickety about the word panino. <laughs> <laughs> So there's like a, we know that's wrong, but we're really obsessed with this being right. Yeah, must, this must be right. Yeah, and for anyone that doesn't know, panino is the singular of panini. Yeah. And if you only order one panini, it's panino. Yeah. So when you go to Costa next, you say, I will have a ham and cheese panino, please. And, and watch the them look at you. Yeah, and the barista will go, what do you mean a panini? And then you get to go, it's technically panino. Yeah. And look like a right burke. But be the right person. But be a Burke that's right. Yeah, which is effectively the hipster way of doing it. Mm. And now I've got a moustache, I can be yeah. partly a hipster for the time being. Temporarily, yeah. for one month. Exactly. You've got long hair, Yep. so you can do it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a nice, easy... Coffees and cars, we know we're not saying it properly, but we don't really care because it's not about that. No. Unless it's a panino. Yeah. Which I think is probably too long of a tagline now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that'll fit on a t-shirt. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. Maybe if you've got like a double, we'll get, double side, yeah. Yeah. Like coffees and cars, it's not... goes all the way around. Yeah, it's not, it's not grammatically correct. And then but that's on the, the back you have... As long as it's... We're not about that, unless it's a panino, in which case it's panino, not panini. And we'll just keep making it longer yeah. and longer until yeah. we can fill up a whole t-shirt with it. And then we yeah, just have like that the, in a square. A bit like the Tacona one where it just gets bigger and bigger. Well, yeah, but that's the same thing that gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Whereas this, we no, just this have like be... a square and it goes, we know that's grammatically incorrect. However, we're not about that. Unless it's the word panino, in which case we're very strongly about that. For your information, it's panino, not panini. Unless you're ordering multiple and then it's panini. And we'll just make it go all the way. I think that's a... And then when we set up Patreon, that can be the first thing that we entice people with. This randomly long t-shirt. Yeah. And it's one of those where you have to know what we're talking about to understand what it means. Mm. And then when you go to Costa and you wear the t-shirt and it has this big long thing about Panino on it, you can just go, oh, here you go. <laughs> read, read this. Read this. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> got time to explain it, so yeah. I bought a t-shirt. I bought a t-shirt that tells me. Um, there's your pal. She's not got a hat on for once. Oh. Oh, she's not wearing a Sakona hat. Yeah. Oh, traitor. You said it was all the time. It was all the time. I might have to message her and say, where's your hat? <laughs> like, um, let me do that now. Because yeah. I, I just, I'm under she'll respond. She was on her phone, so. For yeah. Obviously this is audio. One of yeah. <laughs> yeah, explain that while I'm doing yeah. it. So, Mike runs um, Squizita in Sawbridgeworth, which is a cafe by day and a pizzeria by night. A bit like Batman, but pizza. And one of his um, lovely employees, bought a Tacona hat, and for those that obviously don't know, because this is the first one, I run a brand called Tacona, which is um, cars and mental health clothing. So one of his, his lovely employees bought one of my hats, and up until today, has allegedly never taken it off. <coughs> and we're currently sat in the to recording this, and she's just walked past, not seen us, and isn't wearing the hat. So now we're just gonna tell her off. Well, via text, which also well, doesn't make good audio. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't told her off, I've just, where's your hat? Yeah, and then put a laughy cry emoji. <laughs> oh, she's typing. 
Oh, no, she's stopped. She's probably looking around to see. She's probably confused. Yeah, you? no. She's like, where is he? Why is he following me? And then she'll have the moment of realisation where she goes, oh, he'll have been in the shop because that's where he lives. Hope, I hope she has that moment. Yeah, and then she'll reply. Oh, no, she's just lots of tears. Oh, no. Please don't say you lost it. Oh, no. I don't know if I've got any left. They're not funny, laughy, cry faces. They're just crying faces. Oh, unless that's a kid... Because she's a, I, I don't actor, right? I don't know. I mean, she's under twenty five, so it could mean anything. Mm. I don't. She's stopped typing. You can't. Don't. You can't leave it at that. <laughs> That's like literally. <laughs> it's just crying faces. I, <laughs> is this one of those things where, I'm, where they put it on Facebook and they say something quite. Yeah, they don't give you all the no 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 they don't tell oh. you what the problem is they say oh life is so horrible and then for you to and then them. people say what's wrong and they say inbox me and am I supposed to do but that but you're now? already on a direct message because it's no I know up. but I just I don't know what this is well I think we're both probably just showing our age now because we're both over 25 I, I genuinely like have you lost it <laughs> I'm going to need to ask a question now. This has really gone off track really quickly. This though. has gone... <laughs> we're, we're nearly 10 minutes in. We are nearly 10 minutes in, yet we've discussed nothing. And immediately gone off track and started texting. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes for a really bad yeah, no, I don't know. I mean... Right, okay. Well, I'm going to leave that there. And I've just said, have you lost it? And we'll see what we'll comes back out. as we go along. We can pick it up in episode two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode 2, Return of the Hat. <laughs> Return of the Hat. Um, oh, Jesus. So the, the premise of what we're hopefully going to do, if we can keep on topic, is talk about cars, talk about coffee, maybe. Mm. I don't know that much about coffee, I just like it. Um, do you like this coffee? Yeah, I really like this coffee. Because this is a different coffee. I noticed it was different. I wondered if you were going to mention it. I had brushed my teeth before I came out, so I wasn't 100% certain. (laughs) No, 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 it is. But I can taste there is a different flavour to it. Yeah, this is a single origin, a new one. It's not a blend, then? No. It's a single origin from Mexico. Oh, nice. So, uh, from the same... same Yeah, it's uh, it's from the same people, Coffee Officina, for those of you who are... You're going to have to spell that Local, out, but then. I don't know. I can't spell it now. So they're um, in Chelmsford, aren't they? No, no. They're in Matching Thai, which is... Oh, even closer. 10 minutes away. Nice. So they are really, really local. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, which is partly why we use them. Yeah. And obviously because they do really nice coffee. Yeah, it's, so, it is really nice. Um, um, it's all ethically sourced as well. Yeah. So. I think we should also highlight that it is probably our one-year anniversary of knowing each other. Around it is. about now. It is. Because I was all over the moustache. It was. So I moved to Sawbridgeworth early November last year, mm. or just before November, and then I obviously had the moustache sticker on the GT86. Yep. Because I was doing November and yep. did the moustache, and then we were in the middle of lockdown, and you were open doing two pound takeaway coffee. Yeah. So I had any coffee two pound. Yeah, and I was like, I'll capitalise on that. Yeah. And came in. And you had a moustache, and did. I didn't know this, but you just had a moustache. Yeah, you see, that was that. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd forgotten it was Movember, and just yeah. thought you had a moustache because I didn't do it for Movember. So yeah, and I was like, oh, moustache, and you were like, oh, moustache, and then I went Movember, and you were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, 
No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just have one. I don't know. No, I just, this is me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, happy anniversary. Yeah, and you too. And then you went home and told Grace that you'd met a man with a moustache. Yeah, and I just... forgot to get your name. So when we came past, I was like, he's got a moustache. And then you, I think you were doing something, which you tend to be doing, like potting around in here in an evening, mm-hmm. making dough. Quite often. And I was like, it's the guy with the moustache. And Grace was like, oh yeah, he has a moustache. And then you saw me, I was like, hello friend. <laughs> for, the, for those of you listening, Lewis has just waved. Yeah. <laughs> so that was it. And then a year later, we're sat in your cafe recording a podcast together. Mm. Less than a week until Coffees and Cars. Yeah. So... Coffees and Cars is the, the event that we run together in Sawbridgeworth, where we basically, we do coffee, breakfast, sandwiches, and cars. So we take over Sawbridgeworth, the whole of, so all of it, it's all ours. We take the high street and the car park, mainly because it's free parking on a Sunday. Yeah. I think that's literally the reason that we do it here, isn't it? Well, it was the reason we do it on a Sunday. Yeah. I mean, The other reason was you, your car's currently off the road. Yeah. We so do it here because I have a coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> and can't be elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> so um, so yeah. decided just yeah bring because I think I was trying to think we were just chatting weren't we after we'd established that we like cars that we like cars beyond facial hair <laughs> um, we we'd established that we both liked cars and then we started got talking about Tacona yeah and I think yeah we just kind of got to that point where we I sort of said I'd like to do a car meet but I didn't really have. Um, I didn't really have a purpose behind right. doing it. I, it felt I didn't want to just start a random car meet. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but then when you, you know, we got talking about Tacona and what what that was about, it seemed like an ideal opportunity to maybe try it and yeah. see if we could do one based around around Community that and, and getting people together mm. and promoting conversation, really. Yeah. And that has been really good. Like, I think we had probably forty cars at the last one. Which yeah, I think to be honest, I think we might even had had. A few more, but they're not all. Yeah, because they because they, they sort of filter in and out because of the timing. Yeah, um, and like some people get here late. Some Jack. people get here really early. Some people are here at quarter past eight and are attempting to get into the shop before yeah. I've even made bread. And I'm still like putting t-shirts on yeah. rails and putting sandwich boards up the street. <laughs> and, and then and then here. other people who run a certain podcast with an old Porsche. They sometimes get here quite late. <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. Um, but no, it keeps it, it keeps it quite interesting because actually throughout the throughout the morning, it changed the, the demographic of cars changes. Yeah, so and sometimes the scenery out the front of the shop changes mm. as well, which is quite nice. And I still think we need to set up a park out the front and get a photo thing. Just logistically, we need to somehow do that. Yeah, that'd be a nice little thing. I think if you can do it, yeah. it's just obviously because we don't. Again, partly the reason that we do it is because it doesn't have any restrictions, so it's nice and easy for us. Yeah. But that on the on the flip side, that makes it yeah, difficult to mean. do certain things. Like when I'm here, I can always chuck the eighty six there and then move it mm. for the photo stuff. Yeah. But I mean, we could theoretically leave it there overnight. And then we've got because you've got Saturday night, you can leave it, and then Sunday morning it's there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so but I don't really want to leave it <laughs> out on the street. You could just leave Grace's. It's already been keyed once. Yeah. That was, um, yeah. So. Uh, or the Renault, when that works again. Yeah. If that ever happens. It's a nice little bit of advertising for you as well. It is, and that car needs a respray anyway. So. <laughs> I put <laughs> mine out, but it's got no wheels. <laughs> well, it's definitely not going then, isn't it? <laughs> we'll put it on the axle stand. <laughs> it's, got, it's 
Miss missing quite a lot of parts at this point. We'll replace the tree that's in that little bit outside Jeff's just with your car. Yeah. <laughs> it's a permanent fixture. <laughs> Feels like that. Feels like that outside my house at the moment. Mm, I can understand why. So Mike has a Mark 1 TT that is currently on axle stands outside the front of his house. But fortunately you have a space out the front of your house. It's not like you live on a street. No, I mean, I'm not in anyone's way. Mm. But I'd still like it to be back on its wheels. Yeah. Like and it. running. Uh, that's probably the end goal, really, for yeah. a car, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, most of the, yeah. I'd like to be able to drive it. I mean, it would probably be quite nice. It makes a better car than a statue. Some might argue with that, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's a Mark 1 TT. It's not like a, a F40 or a no. P4 or something really, really rare and beautiful. It is a very normal-ish car. Yeah. It's, so it's no, better no, to it's drive something normal-ish yeah. than it is to try and just look at it. Because we no, can definitely. probably see to... another one somewhere. Like yeah. at the top of the road where there's one for sale. <laughs> there is one. Is that still for sale? Yeah, it's probably crap. <laughs> it's got horrible wheels. I need to see it. It's I, I, up at the bull, is it? That oh, the name of the pool? oh, the one as you just as you leave Sorbo. As you leave Sorbo on the left, right? It's there, but it's got some. It's been there a long time. Yeah, and the wheels are very Wolf Race from Halfords looking. How much is it up for? I don't know. It just says for sale, and then a phone oh. number. Oh, you see, that's yeah. Also a warning sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's five grand. You're like, why? <laughs> How much have you got? Yeah. <laughs> what were you looking to spend? 400 quid. Oh, yeah. No, never. <laughs> um, yeah. So you've got the Mark 1 TT. I've got a Toyota GT86 and a 1985 Renault 5. I also found out yesterday, next year is the 50th anniversary of the Renault 5. Oh, nice. Which is quite cool. I don't know if there's going to be anything happening to... There must be something. That. You'd think Renault would do something, especially if they're teasing a Renault 5 electric for the future. Yeah. Which, by the invite, way, looks awesome. Yeah. But they should invite Renault 5 owners to come together. Yeah. In which case, I'd definitely be up for that. Well, I mean, if they don't, we could just do Renault 5 coffees and cars. And get three of them there. Which probably three well, there's a lady that you know with three, isn't there? There's a lady somewhere around here that says she's got three and has never brought one to coffees and cars. No. Which is really disappointing. Yeah. And I can't remember her name. No. I remember seeing a photo, though, of yeah. the alleged car. Like, oh, I'll bring one down. Yeah. And they never did. They're probably all broken. I imagine that's it, yeah. She was like, I'll bring it down, and then it broke down. She's like, that's a random. Because yours, yours is currently broken down. tends to break down quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I know the problem with it at the minute, which is halfway to fixing a problem. It's a little plastic gasket that goes on the bottom of the carb, and some carb rebuild kits come with it, and the one that we bought didn't okay and apparently it's the same as the one that you use for the gt turbo which i also didn't know until recently so we've asked someone to 3d print it and then i found out that we probably could have just got one off ebay for a fiver oh so i guess we'll find out what's going to happen with that um is it at luden it is yeah <laughs> it's it's inside though the 944 <coughs> is outside which really? has made liam very upset because he doesn't trust that the sunroof is sealed <laughs> <laughs> and then the Renault's inside and I know that the sunroof isn't the greatest so I'm quite happy because I also <laughs> I know that leaving it out in the rain this is it tends to drip yeah you see having the sunroof is great when it's when a car's new and when it's sunny yeah but you see I would argue though that a, a, a glass panel 
as opposed to an actual sunroof would mm. be the way to go. I don't know if they can get those done. I do like done, having the airflow when you have the sunroof open, though. Yeah. No, they're great, but once you get to sort of 10, 15, 20 years, yeah, the rubber, be, they begin to... The rubber is letting me down a ...become bit. an issue, don't they? Because I think there was, so like the E30 BMW, you yeah. could get one with or without, and quite often people will go look for ones without because they just inherently have... Do you know you could get the business. 205 GTI with one? I did know that because but it's like a full panel that slides back. It's not like a little cutout. It's like a big. Oh, is there a big? Because there is a normal. There's a normal. Because there's a normal one. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I was going to say the guys that used to live opposite us, they had. I think I've told you about them. The Italian guys that lived opposite. They had a. Oh yeah, they had one. They of had each. a Renault. They had a Mark II Golf GTI, a Renault Five a GT, and a Two Hundred Five GTI. Yeah. They had like the holy trinity of eighties hot hatches. Well, the the car crowd, they've got the Two Hundred Five GTI. Mm. And it's got the sliding glass thing. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's like almost the full width of the roof and it slides back. That's very cool. Kind of like a Targa ish. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no. With a stretch of the imagination. Yeah, close enough. Um, yeah, which I, also, I didn't know until I met David at the car crowd and he showed me. I didn't realise they had a. Not like that. I yeah, knew yeah. they came with some. They had the little cut out like my little Renault's got, but this is a proper oh, job. That's cool. Which probably just adds weight to the top was, of the car more than anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, must be super rare though. Yeah, I don't think there's many of them with that option. Which is probably why he bought it really, because it's an investment car, isn't it? Hmm. Nice yeah, old polo. Oh, I love those. Yeah, I'd is like the bread G- van one though. Is it G60, G40, one of them? There was a supercharged version of that. Was there? Mm. I didn't know that. That'd be a lot of fun. I can't remember what the G was. It was G20 or G40, something like that. But yeah, that would, they were pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I'd like one of They're them. They're rare. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Anything with a supercharger seems to be rare, actually. Can't think of many cars that have them from the factory, though. No, it was the a one Mini. That springs to mind was the um, the early 2000, late 90s Mustang mm. that was in Too Fast, Too Furious and yep. went under the lorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, there was a Mini with one. Yeah, the R53. Because again, there was a guy with an E3318. Oh, yes, and he used a supercharger from a Mini to supercharge the oh, 318, nice. which was quite cool. Very cool. Um, but yeah, no, there's not a lot that you think of straight out of the box with one. No. No. Not drawing a blank after that. Yeah, yeah no. but American stuff, they tend to put superchargers on. Yeah. Like I do it. like a supercharger. Yeah. It's nice I and, would nice like and a linear. supercharger for the 86. I was going to say, you should get one. They're just not very cheap. No. I'd like the Cosworth one. A friend of mine has an 86 that has a Cosworth charger that's been written off. I don't know if he's selling it or not. Like, I don't know what his plan is, whether he's going to buy it back and rebuild and that kind of thing, or whether he's going to sell it for parts. Mm. But even then, I still can't afford the supercharger. Oh, everything all right? Yep, yeah, no, we're right. we've got a message. Oh, we found out about the hat. Uh, I said, have you lost it? She was like, no, I was just in a rush out of the house. So clearly those really sad faces aren't as bad as we imagined. What would she put if something had happened? I don't know. I'll ask her next time I see her. <laughs> I'll maybe establish what, yeah, you know, how bad that Relatively was. Relatively anticlimactic really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, just, I just forgot it. <laughs> it wasn't really, you know, after that, I'd, I imagined there was going to be a lot more to it, but no. apparently not. Teenager so. forgets to put on a hat. It's hardly a new story. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's three very sad faces. Yeah. Um, 
just for your information as well, Kai will probably wander into the middle of this That's podcast right. at some it, point. I had a man wander into my last podcast, so it's on on point, really. Yeah, no, this is expected, though, because yeah. he's coming home from school. This isn't a stranger walking in the no, door, no, no. middle of recording and asking me questions. <laughs> no, asking to put stuff in the yeah. charity box. One day I was like, oh, sorry, mate, we're closed. And then he was like, where's Mike? Like, <laughs> clearly not been, here. It's been banished to the garden <laughs> because we're recording. And it's closed. <laughs> and he just walked in anyway. <laughs> so, joy. Um, so I think what we also need to figure out is topics to talk about properly. Oh, G40. Very cool. Um because that will keep us going with things to talk about and it will keep us with some sort of flow. Yeah, I feel like we will, for the next podcast, we'll probably have a, a, yeah. s- a sort of a schedule, yeah. things to cover. Plus we'll have had coffees and cars happen, Yep. so we can talk a bit about that. That'll be interesting. Um, oh, oh, by the way, Fire Brigade are attending. Are they? Are they bringing the fire engine? confirmation this morning, yep, 9 till 12. Fantastic. With the Fire Brigade's fire engine. So brilliant! That'd that be should fun. be good. Shame we haven't got any pictures of it ahead of the thing to put photos up of. Yeah, I mean, I could ask him because he's probably got uh, something. Uh, it would just be a picture of a fire engine at this point, and I've already done the Instagram post today. Yeah, no, that's why I haven't. I haven't done one there. Oh right, okay. So um, I could do one. I should have tagged you as a collaborator, and then we'd have both had it shared. Which is a new thing that I'm learning. Yeah, I didn't realise you could do that until yeah. you sent it to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? And then it shares to your audience as well yeah, I really it's quite understand. handy um, it's how I got that that photo of Richard Rawlings sat on the Renault got like 1500 likes because I shared it and tagged Petrol Hedonism in uh, as a collaborator okay. and he was like okay and then it kind of blew up a little bit excellent um, and then I did the same thing with Retro Classic Modern yeah and they haven't clicked the button <laughs> and I think it's because that magazine is run by like people older than me yeah that aren't that quite as social media savvy. I mean, I'm in no means social media savvy, but I think they're less so than I am. Yeah, there's a sliding scale. Yeah. Um, so I think we've only just followed each other as well, which is funny. Like, I've made this post. So <laughs> Retro Classic Modern have sent me 10 magazines of issue four in which Tacona's featured, and they've put up a 12-month subscription and a six-month subscription. So yeah. we've got like eight magazines to give away, plus two that will have like first and second place, that kind of thing. So then I'd put this post together and shared it. And then they followed me. I was like, oh crap, we don't follow each other. <laughs> That's, yeah. We've just, just been tagging them and stuff. Um, so yeah, if anyone's interested over on the Tacona Instagram, that's where that's happening. Mm. And it's a good magazine. I subscribe to it. Yeah, I really enjoy I, it. I enjoy it. And I've been in it twice now. Yeah, I haven't been in it, but I still enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no real reason to be in it at the moment. Yeah, it's not really the place for a pizzeria no. to get publicity, no. to be fair. No. Uh, so, But yeah, it's, it's nice that some form of mainstream media is getting involved as well. So it's very commendable yeah. of them to, to get involved and then to go, yeah, we'll send you some magazines. Oh yeah, it's definitely, it's um, great. It's really, really good. Like, Car Magazine, when I kind of first started, they had some of my stuff in there. In the back of the magazine, there's like a uh, top picks for gifts or products and stuff like that. Okay. And they did me, they were like, we've got one empty space that's not been paid for, so we'll put you in there. And then if someone pays for that space, we'll give it to them. Yeah. And I was in there for like eight months. Oh. Which is really cool. 
That is cool. Like a friend of mine messaged me like, oh my God, have you seen this? I was like, well, yeah, how do you think the photo got there? <laughs> <laughs> I just randomly, <laughs> just randomly stole it off my website. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's fun and it's, it's nice to see things getting a bit of proper attention. Mm-hmm. Kind of keeps me feeling like I'm doing the right thing. Because it's, it's very difficult sometimes to keep that momentum going. Like for the last week and a half, I've not really done anything properly. I've got a to-do list and I've not really done any of it. Yeah. Um, Trouble is when you get into winter, especially with cast-related yeah. things, it all sort of doesn't shut down completely, but it... it Spaceship just went past. Yeah. Okay. Definitely slows down. Yeah. I mean, because you, you don't... I mean, obviously with what you do, a lot of it is based around even just going to shows. Mm. You don't have the shows on in the, you know through the winter the same way you do in the summer. Um, and it's quite strange because what you do and what we do in the sense of coffees and cars and, and trying to get people to come together. Yeah. It's actually, you know, it, it, it for us in a strange way, it probably works quite well through the winter because there isn't anything else going on. Yeah, yeah. Because we always expected it to drop off and it's actually gotten bigger. Busier through October. That and was. That, I'm, I was thinking to myself the other day, that could well be because we, we actually were not competing with massive shows every week. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I had this thought the other day. Like... Um, we, we're not in the middle of summer when every Sunday there is at least three things to go. Yeah. We're now at the point where people are like, last show of the year, last show of the year, last show of the year. And because we're not like a show, we're just a high street and a coffee shop. Yeah. We don't have the same requirements to be operable. It's not like we're renting a field or no. we're, we're weather dependent to the same amount. We just, the doors will be open and we've got some inside space. Yeah, I think, the th- well, and the funny thing was when we first started, we I think what did we expect like two, five or ten people didn't yeah, we yeah. We, to, we just sort of did it and went well whoever turns up we'll just do it yeah and the fact that it's gotten so big so quickly yeah, yeah. has thrown us a little bit and then the funny thing is we've only recently found out that there's another one not that far away that happens every Sunday mm. so even we get the amount that we're getting is despite the fact that the people are still going to the other one as well yeah. so it's quite nice that we are growing this community yeah and despite local competition, so to speak, mm. which wasn't really seen as competition because we didn't know it existed. Yeah, and it's it's weird, isn't it? Because it's you don't really want to see a competition. No, it's, it's, it's we just, just want the communities things, to grow it? as much as possible. It's, we're not bothered yeah. whether you come to ours or go to another one. Just go and make some friends somewhere and talk to one yeah. another is the whole idea. But if you do want to come to ours, we'd appreciate it. And there's nice coffee and a good sandwich that we had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Like there was one Saturday over at Great Lees, mm. the pie and pintons or pistons and pintons or whatever. There's a there's a couple of pubs over more Essexy way. Okay. And they do a similar thing. Yeah. They had an F40 turn up. Well, here you go. And the GT40, and several Ferraris and Porsches and a couple of McLarens. I'm like these people are round. Why aren't they coming over here? I think it's like anything. It just <laughs> takes time. Yeah, it, 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 it's one of those things that you you get talking to someone, yeah. and all of a sudden they know someone, and it, it, it's that sort of domino effect. And sometimes it takes the dominoes a little while to fall. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we get to be fair, we get some quite interesting. Oh yeah, we do stuff and people. Yeah, you know, that actually that that they don't necessarily own. You know the the really expensive exotic stuff, but. 
what they actually do for a living it's and really their connections within the car industries are actually yeah, yeah like one of the car throttle guys is local to us yep and that's not to try and plug the oh, car throttles here or anything like that he just comes down and is a guy that lives in the area and likes cars yeah which is again commendable for him because he's into he's doing car videos and this and that all the time yeah everyone still go oh, i'll get involved with my local community exactly it's brilliant um, i'm not going to say which one it is just yeah, no, find that's, out more, that's why I was sort of just not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't saying too much. I was like, yeah, there's people. <laughs> but people will figure out either way, yeah. especially when he's on Instagram and shows yeah, exactly. stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, we do. Um, and, and it's just, yeah, there's a few people that come down. But I think as, as it grows more and more, what I do find interesting actually is that each month we don't, we've got a small core group of people that turn up every month. Yeah. But actually the, that sort of group, that wider group changes. Yeah, yeah, so we we had a lot of lotuses at one point, mm. and, then and it now it seems to be a lot of nobles. All of a sudden, <laughs> we've got like we went from like six lotuses, and then the weather, yeah, as you say, got a bit damper. Yeah, and then like four nobles turned up at mm. the last one, which you wouldn't expect in wet weather either. No, because be they're more powerful, than the more, more dangerous, <laughs> older and more powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's a nice mix, and it's it's real like community. And stuff. we've got the Mercedes guys. We have the AMG club that come down, yep. which aren't an official AMG club. They're just a little just a gaggle little, of AMG. <laughs> yeah, just some random AMG owners that. But they're fun, and no, no, they are. I know um, Mr. AMG GT. He's told a few of his friends that have got like Lambos and stuff, so they might come yeah. down. Yeah, so that'll be fun. That'll be this month when you're not here. Yeah, this month I'm in Portsmouth. Mind you, you are going doing to see another a one. Sake, aren't you? Yeah, so the one I've, there's a place down in Portsmouth. The owner or one of the guys that runs that place is becoming a friend of mine quite quickly, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, and when we got chatting, the first time we got chatting, he was like, oh, I'm thinking of doing a Christmas thing. We should do one in like a couple up to the Christmas thing so that we can build up momentum for the Christmas thing. Do you want to do one together? I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So we set up one for this weekend coming. Yeah. And then <clears throat> he messaged Zach's Garage, who are like ridiculous car collectors <laughs> yeah. and they're bringing their Conan's egg down which is nice. a like one of one Conan it's got like crushed diamonds in the paint and gold oh, in the, like gold leaf <clears throat> or actual gold in bits and carbon Kevlar bodywork and it's ridiculous it's worth like four million quid or something stupid that's that is yeah that is outrageous so that's going to be like the centrepiece I didn't realise it had all that it's I thought, it was, I saying, I I thought mean, it was just, just the Conan's egg yeah. yeah no it's an absolutely bonkers bit of kit um, and then I've invited so down in Brighton and I haven't had a message back to say whether they're going to come or not there's a Renault 5 R5 T2 which is the mid-engine wide-body one and it got restored about a year and a half ago and it's really cool and the people that own it are really nice so I've asked them if they want to come across Yeah, because there's probably enough space to get them in the studio with the Koenigsegg as well yeah, I'd imagine, make a really probably cool, not massive. Yeah, really cool pairing of cars if they want to oh, come down. What was it? There was um, did you see that uh, um, Gloria Bentley photo the other day with the Fiat Five Hundred? Yes, just that's just oh yeah. Head. So a friend of mine has a Bentley S Three, which is about twenty foot long. Yeah, it's a barge. It's, yeah, it's just been resprayed and all. It looks amazing. It's fantastic. And he parked it next to a Fiat Five Hundred and like a proper Fiat. 500, yeah, the original like an old not, Fiat Five Hundred. Yeah. Um, that's oh, it's just ridiculously big that car it's so it takes up two spaces 
no matter which way you look at it, yeah. it's two space. It's just huge. <laughs> it's just a massive, massive. It's so car. comfy though. It's like sitting in an armchair and mm. wafting down the road. It's ridiculously comfortable. Yeah. Like Range Rovers these days have got nothing on a 1960s Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old Jags as well. They're, yeah. They're pretty. Yeah, yeah. Well, Luke would swear by an old Jag. Mm. He's got about a dozen of them. Yeah, Mel's Mel's cousin. He used to. They used to have a little car car dealership in South London, and they <laughs> they used to like they used to get a lot of Jags in. Yeah. Old ones, and he he loved them. He. he same as Luke, he just pretty much all he buys, except his wife's Range Rover. Except a Range Rover. But, um, <laughs> but that's Luke's got a Range Rover as well, mm. and he's got an Alpine. He does have an Alpine, which I'm hoping he's going to bring down here. I'll drop him a message and suggest it to him because he'll probably be here on Sunday. So I'll suggest that he he took the Alpine to the Wimbledon one yesterday. Okay, yeah, I did. I saw some photos. So he might might have it out and about. Yeah, or he'll bring a, another Jag probably. He's just bought another XJ. Which I think this isn't the one he. It's not the one he lifted off. No, no, that was you <laughs> got container. that one for free. <laughs> is no, this, this is the two-tone one. Oh, is this the one that was a, in a, a film or something, or was it? No, that was probably one of his own ones that was in a field. No, feel, oh, I don't know. Oh, the curfew one, the white and green one, that was yeah, in the TV show. That was it. But he's had that for over a year now. That oh, was it. I'd, I'd lose track. He ripped of a wheel it. off it in a field. <laughs> <laughs> the back As wheels are over a foot wide. Um, no, he's bought another XJ, like a normal one, but it's two-tone. I just lose track. I think it takes him up to about <coughs> 10. Like genuinely. It's, there's a lot. Not like exaggerating 10. No, well, no, like. I think he probably has. I think the last, last time I was there, he had most of them in the same place. And I got to eight. And I know there's one in a yard back at the house. And now yeah. there's new ones, so it's at least 10. Which is a ridiculous amount of XJs to own. Yeah. And he's only 26. <laughs> and it just, I mean, and there was all sort of unfinished. It's like a, it's like a, a it's like a refuse for old, well, slightly broken Jags. So there's a friend of Luke's on Twitter, yeah, who is now um, becoming like a friend of mine as well, just because we have this common joke of picking on Luke, yeah, and a few few weeks ago when Luke picked up that so Luke picked up an XJ that has a Chevy V8 in that's yep. that one that he craned off the top of a shipping yeah container. this is the one yes <laughs> and it's probably not worth the metal it's made of um, so he was like shame it's got a V8 in and then his friend who's now kind of we're having a bit of a running joke together said don't know what you're on about we all know your nickname is Mr. Hellcrate because Luke hate, he hates V8s for some reason. He loves a V12 XJ engine. He's like against putting V8s in things. Um, so then me and him had a little conversation between us. And then we've kind of got this running joke about Luke and V8s going on. Mm-hmm. And then I think Luke bought... Oh no, Luke hates beaver tails. As in the, the recovery trucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rightly so, because people always overload them. They've got yeah, a certain yeah. weight limit, and it's a, a max. I think right. that's more a people problem than a yeah. beaver tail problem. Yeah, people are incorrectly using beaver tails, but beaver tails in themselves, he's not a big fan of, because they're normally not much use for anything other than, yeah. say, an Igo, hmm. because of the weight thing. It's just a van that's been converted. Um, so we've now got this running joke that we're gonna that Luke needs his own TV series where he goes and collects old Jags because we said we were going to do a t-shirt that said 
Mr. Hellcrate on or MRHC mm. Mr. and Hellcrate yeah. and then Luke said oh that's too much like HMRC <laughs> and I said well if you lean into it you could just turn up and go I'm here to collect like the tax man does <laughs> to tie it all together Jesus. and he was like you, you pair of dicks he has to run with that like, well surely. we're running with it whether he likes it or <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> but next time I see him well then, so it, it went, it kind of evolved through this Twitter thread. So it started of, I'm here to collect. Yeah. Um, and then Luke's, this, this friend of his, um, he was like, you turn up, you go, fetch the beaver tail. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Luke going around rescuing old Jaguars. And it's like, have you got a rusty old Jag? Do you want it to take, not be sat in your garden anymore? I'll put it in my garden and <laughs> it can stay there. Fetch the beaver tail. God. And then his tagline now is fetch the beaver tail. So somebody, I think some police force posted a photo of a, a Gallardo on a beaver tail mm. that had been stopped for being over the weight limit. Yeah. And then Luke put, um, oh, there's something to say about this or I'm not going to say it or something like that yeah. because he's always sharing these posts about beaver tails being stopped by the police. Mm. And then I commented saying, by say it, we know you mean your catchphrase. And then the <laughs> other guy commented, fetch the beaver tail. And then Luke just sent us a load of uh, middle finger emojis over Twitter. Excellent. So we've now got this little running joke of every time anything beaver tail or V8 happens, we're tagging Luke in it. Yeah. And saying either fetch the beaver tail or Mr. Hellcrate or I'm here to collect or something along those lines. And I've now developed it into Luke being basically a Magnum PI ripoff but with a beaver tail instead of a Ferrari. <laughs> See, I was, he's sort of turning into the Magnus Walker of, um, of Jags. Of Jags, yeah. 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 Uh, but that's, Magnus Walker's quite cool, because he's a, like... <laughs> is this the point where you're like, Luke's not very cool? Well, Luke is an, a mid, like an older... So Magnus Walker's, what, in his 50s? Yeah. No, he'll grow into it, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's 26, rugby player, quite a good-looking guy, like... Yeah, yeah, no. He's I, I, not I, weird enough to be cool, if that makes sense. He's, he's too, too nice. Normal. Yeah, he's too nice. He's too friendly. <laughs> he's too normal to be like quirky and obscure. Right. But he loves his jag. So I think if we lean into something else, we get him like a Hawaiian shirt, buttoned down a bit too far, Magnum PI mustache. For Movember. S- yeah. And then we just let it run. Sunglasses. And then he turns up, he takes off the sunglasses and goes, fetch the beaver tail. And I really want to just record that as a video <laughs> like just as an intro to something that doesn't exist or try and pitch it to TV somewhere like a car SOS see I'm seeing like I'm that. seeing it as a cartoon uh, drawn a little bit like Bob's Burgers yeah that's that would work it's a, probably quite labour intensive to draw yeah no 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 just that spot pops it's just pops in the whereas brain. if we did like a car SOS or a salvage hunters or wheeler dealers or whatever mm. if we pitch that as a TV show which because we're saying it it's now a thing if this ever happens well we could we if could anyone just, tries to steal the idea we've got it like, we could just make it and put it ourselves and put it on YouTube quite hard to do but we could if we get Luke involved yeah but you see I think if we, but he's going around doing it anyway but that's what I'm saying all we've got to do is film it yeah but I think if we could get <laughs> it doesn't a TV, have to have high production value if we could get a TV company to pay us to do it though <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be more fun I think we could make a pilot yeah and we'll get it'll be really grainy and it'll look like it from the 80s yeah and then he's got the moustache and the big sunglasses, like aviator sunglasses. Yeah. And then he turns up and he rips the sunglasses off. He's like, I'm here to collect or fetch the beaver tail. And then there's some random like 65-year-old bloke with a rusty old XJ going, what the hell is going on? 
because he'll it'll, it'll, like he'll have the conversation and then he'll turn to the camera and go fetch the beaver tail and there's this whole guy like what the fuck are you like? <laughs> I just want this jag off my driveway or he's like some family whose granddad's died and this car was the heirloom and they're like we don't know what to do with it and he just turns up and he's this big character <laughs> and they're like what the hell but the thing is he doesn't do anything with it Once no he's he just goes it, and puts just, it in his yeah, yard just sits there. It's not like, it's not like car SOS where they fix, fix it, it up and, and return it and they get to no, enjoy no, it's it. it's just no. him going around and picking up old Jaguars just and piles them, them in up. the yard. <laughs> I think, in his defence, he does actually work on them. I think the problem he's giving himself now is he's, I struggle to work on one. But you don't have a workshop in mechanics working for no, you. No, but even if I did, I don't know. I, I feel like, how do you pick which one? Oh, like, you you so get to a point where he's got too many now the, to work on The curfews... All. So the curfew broke, he ripped the wheel off, and now he's, the wheel's been fixed and the suspension's been fixed. But now he's decided that... So it's got fake side exhausts. Right. They're just pieces of chrome pipe stuck to the outside to look like an exhaust. Right, yeah, yeah. But the exhaust actually stops about a quarter of the way down the car, and there's just this little pipe underneath. Oh. Whereas the way the exhaust used to run on an XJ is they come all the way down the back, through some gap in the around the rear axle mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because the way the suspension is on an XJ you have two shocks on each side that are inboard so they're like almost in the centre of the car and the rear brakes are in the centre of the car they're not at the wheels it's really weird that is so gosh. the exhausts have to kind of go over that and then back down again and then oh, out gosh. underneath the back bumper but what they're doing with the the curfew one is because the old bumper mounts are still vis- like they're still on the back of the car, but there's no bumper attached to them. Mm. There's two like they look like exhausts on the back. Right. So he's re-cutting out the boot floor and running the exhaust through there. So he's got oh, a car nice. that works, and he's like, "We're just going to cut some holes in it and move the exhaust." Uh, I don't know what he's going to do after that. And then he had a red one when I first started taking the cars down there. Yeah. That was just a shell, and it's now a car again. And then he had another red one that he was driving daily. And then he broke something on it. So now that's getting a full restoration as well. So now he's driving his Range Rover. There's a theme. Yeah, so he'll drive something I mean. and then he'll break it and then he'll fully restore it. But that's, see, that's what I'm saying. And he, he's picking cars up and he's getting so many now. Like, that's kind of what's happened to mine. The, 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 the MOT fell on the cat and I thought, well, I'll take the cat down. I might as well refresh the front while I'm there and then you go from that to, well, if I'm doing the front, I might as well do the back. And yeah. then suddenly you're knee-deep in car parts. And, <laughs> you know, and your TT's on axle stands. Yeah, and that's it. And then you, you go, well, I've started now, so let's, <laughs> let's get it done. And, but I, I can, I've only got one car. I can't imagine what it must be like. Even with a workshop to have that many, you kind of just keep getting them. Yeah. And he's probably I got, think what he's doing is he's saving them from being scrapped. Yeah, so I mean, it's like a refuse home. Yeah. Like a refuse shelter for and eventually jags. Eventually they'll get. <laughs> I suppose if, it's dry. Well, uh, for the ones that are inside. Like, <laughs> he sent me this. He put a photo up or he. Are they not all inside? No. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't remember where I saw it, but there was one, and he was like, oh, this one's a really rare special edition one. And it was like just in some weeds with grass like growing <laughs> up it. I was like, why is that one not inside? He's like, I've run out of space. The other ones are inside. Take, so one this them, one... take one of the non-special edition ones yeah. out. Then. It's like, this one's really rare. I was like, put that one inside. It's, it's not like he hasn't got the facility to move them either. No, he's got a recovery <laughs> company. Yeah, <exactly. laughs> and then 
They've also got two Ford Mexicos, a proper 60s one, and then a, like a, you know when they went boxier in the yeah, 70s? Yeah, 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 when everything those. went boxy. Yeah, so one of those, and that's been taken somewhere to have... I'm just spilling all his beans, really, aren't I? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we don't know where the location is, because... <laughs> no, it's... Well, to be fair, the back road's filmed there, so... <laughs> but there's no given as to how to find this place. No. It's also got a really thick security gate, and lots mm. of big burly men in lorries around, so and it's And dogs, probably. Lots of dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Many, it's many fun. dogs. And it's open 24-7 because it's a recovery company, so there's always... There's, it's never and to be honest, alone, most of the cars are very difficult to remove. But there's probably two like of them that you could drive. <laughs> like, to be honest. <laughs> Unfortunately, they also have a car transporter there, so if you nick that, you could theoretically steal all of them in one go. <laughs> yeah. But I also think if, that's not working currently. Yeah, no, it's probably... Last broken. time I was there, they were... So, obviously with a car transport, you've got like the ramps that they go up onto the car transporter and it's yeah. all metal plates and that. And somehow one of those had been bent and they were using a forklift truck to straighten it back out by just driving over it and ramming it with the forks yeah, and things not? until it was flat again. Yeah. And they seemed to do a pretty good job, to be it's fair. It was quicker than a hammer. It was quicker than I could do my suspension bushes, to be fair. <laughs> they flattened it was, out. It was Jonas driving it. <laughs> oh, Jonas was watching me and then laughing at me a lot. Because I was like, how the fuck do I get this bolt off? And he went, no, there's a hole here and it goes all the way up and then you put your socket through there and then that takes the bolt Oh, right, okay. But then how do I get this one off? He went, well, you take this piece of plastic off and... and uh, that was like, do you remember when we would, I was doing the suspension on the TT, the rear one, and we just assumed that it had gone up through yeah, the so bodywork. Yeah, all the plastics off. And took everything out and then realised that no, it just bolted from underneath and then just dropped away. <laughs> We could get the bolt off. Yeah, and then and then I found it seized. Yeah. One side seized. Did you have you got them both off now? Everything's off. How did you get the second one, the seized one off? No, no, no. They're all off. They're just oh. that's the so oh that bit. That yeah, the, yeah. where the um, where the adjuster is on on that that's threaded. Seized. It's just that seized. Right. Everything else comes off really easily. Um, so I've just got to unbolt the the rear diff from the prop shaft now yeah. and then everything will come down and then I can just dismantle it sort of on the floor right? which is much much easier and then I've got some paint to order some special sort of paint that they use on oil rigs so it's water like right yeah, yeah. It's, it's a mas epoxy mastic which I've sounds like a rave album yeah I mean it, I don't know, who knows <laughs> but it's quite it's quite popular um, fair enough on the forums so there's a guy that's basically got a TT that looks like you could, like it's, it's immaculate. Yeah. And he's redone it all, and that's, that's what, he's what he's used. used. So I'm like, well, Go if it's that. good enough for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's not a particularly difficult job. Um, it's just, it's not complicated. It's, it can be a bit time consuming when you've not got all yeah. the tools and ramps because everything's done on underneath the car. You know, with not much room. Yeah, I know. And it's feeling. cold, and it's not. Yeah. I've got uh, to uh, jack the 86 off And again. it's outside. And it's winter. Yeah. And it's also now so immobile that we couldn't take it to Luke's if we, uh, if we wanted to. No. My phone is ringing and we're at 50 minutes. Shall we have a break to get a coffee and I can answer my phone? I think, I think that sounds click, like a plan. I'll just click pause. Yeah, she's trying to behave herself. Oh, I see. So I'm, I'm keeping her. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've clicked resume. So we're back. Excellent. With coffee. Yeah, near one extra, extra coffee. It's always good, especially before the gym. 
I'm going to be doing weights very quickly. <coughs> Good. I won't. No. No. Beyond the peloton. Yeah. Whiz through it. All right, mm. caffeine. Where's he going? He's in the state. car agent. reversing. No, no. Um, the car reversing oh, up the one way. That's the guy <laughs> yeah, we were talking the to McLaren in the pub. Guy, yeah. yeah. He's not in a McLaren, though. No, he's in his tow rag. Mm. Tow rag. Yeah. Prefer the word tow rag. Yeah. It's, um, it's his daily. Yeah. Bloody. More money than he needs, any. Should buy a t shirt. <coughs> <laughs> Come to coffees and cars. Yeah. I have invited him. Yeah. It's weird. We ha- what? Who's what? September's coffees and cars? I think it was the first one. First or second one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And this bright yellow McLaren pulled up. And I was like, oh my God, a McLaren's turned up. And it turns out it's just a local guy that wanted to get a coffee from the news agents up the road. That's what he does every, every Sunday. Just that's his Sunday routine. So I went and said hello. I was like, oh, you're here for coffees and cars? He's like, what's that? I was like, what? <laughs> and then he got his pound fifty filter coffee from the news agent, got in his McLaren and drove off. And then he's never come back. <laughs> I mean, well, he is, he is here most Sundays. Just not for <laughs> just, us. Just not for us. <laughs> It's, um, yeah. it's bizarre. Then we bumped into him in the pub. Yeah. And he was telling us he had an array of supercars over his lifetime. And mm. None of which he wanted to bring to coffees and cars. No. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Still. Mm. I've decided how I'm going to redesign the 86. Yeah. First off, I think I've broken something or something is making a noise. Okay. It's like a clicking noise, which is weird. My concern is it's a wheel. Have you stopped the brake noise? No. Oh, okay. It's not that. No, I mean, have you, have you fixed yeah, that? No, I've not fixed that. Oh, okay. So this is a new noise. This is a new noise. An extra noise. Yeah, and I'm not 100% whether my brakes are covered by the Toyota warranty. Because it's the caliper, I think they should be. But I don't know if they will. Which no. makes me apprehensive to go and get it checked. Well, I mean, you could get it checked. So you don't, you're not obliged to get it fixed. Yeah, but you? I don't know if they'll charge me for checking. We'll find out. I'll, yeah, I'll I on. suppose. I don't know. I'll go and get it checked. But now it's making another noise at the front. Oh. And it's only at slow speeds. And it's only occasionally. Mm. But since yesterday, it started doing it. And it, it sounds like a CV joint. But because the car is rear-wheel drive and the noise is coming from the front, it can't be a CV joint because they don't have CV joints. So it might be a wheel bearing. Wheel bearing is normally a fairly solid... Yeah. Like, assumption. So, I might take it in and have that checked. Yeah. My concern is that the anti-roll bar bushes have just been replaced, and now it's making a noise. So, is it to do with that? <laughs> is it to do with you? Is it to do with... Now the, anti, now the anti-roll bars move in the way they're supposed to move, are they catching something that they weren't previously catching? Because it's got adjustable anti-roll bar links, oh, and okay. they're about as short as I can make them, and I'm concerned that they're now catching. But I can't see anything to indicate that that's happening no so it's very confusing I also don't know whether those anti roll bar links are the right length or whether I need to adjust them are they as short as possible they're as short as I can make them Mm. but I don't know whether that's short enough or if it's too short yeah because normally I mean I don't know your car specifically but even with the with my car I mean I'm lowered yeah and I still don't need shortened. So I need a shortened links, one. You see, so I mean, you could fit them, but they're not absolutely necessary. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe they're a little bit too short. Maybe just adjust them. Maybe, 
because sort of go middle. And well, then the the consensus with the anti-roll bar links for the 86, if you lower it, if you get coarser D anti-roll bar links, mm -hmm. they fit. Apparently, we have Mercedes Vito van links that you can use. Brilliant. Don't know why. Not used them, but... So I might buy a Corsa D link mm. and just see how long it is. Yeah. And then take it back. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Actually, I'm just match, the, match, match the link. If possible. And if it's yeah. not possible, buy another one and fit them. And fit them. Yeah. That's a good shout. Because if you know if they've been tested... Yeah. It, and then see if the, the noise goes away. It's interesting, isn't it? How you can just randomly fit bits from... Yeah, well, I suppose it's a relatively so, generic part, isn't it? It's only yeah. a little bit of metal with two bolts on it. It's kind of our Porsche built a 924, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, just don't talk to that Jared about it, or Liam even, because you might get a bit upset. It's not a 924, it's a 944. Yeah, same thing though, isn't it, mate? It's just a Scirocco. I might make him a Scirocco sticker and put it on next time I see the car. Yeah, I think we've him. got to covertly try and get VW stickers on mm. there. Like every time the car goes into Toyota, I'm really tempted to put Tacoma stickers somewhere discreet mm. and wait until someone finds it and calls me. You go, is this you? I'm like, no, of course not. <laughs> no, I've never been. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm, I'm slowly working my way through the fleet of cars. I haven't had a Supra or a GR Yaris yet, though. And I found mm. out that the service department and the sales department don't really have much to do with each other. Because if you were thinking about it smartly, if I turn up with a GT86, which is now six years old, mm. the smart Toyota service guy will go, we'll give you a Supra as a courtesy car. Yeah. Because then if you like it, you might buy one. It's like a free test drive. Yeah. But they don't. They just give me iGos or whatever they have knocking around. It was a CHR last time, which I'm not a fan <laughs> of. Toyota iGo. I've had about eight iGos over the lifetime of having a Toyota, which, not really comparable. No. <laughs> um, I've had the new Corolla. That's quite nice. Yeah. I made the mistake on Twitter of calling it um, an Auris because I said I've had a CHR and... I wouldn't be surprised to find out that these are outselling the Auris, even though it's chunkier, it's higher up, it's got less visibility, and it looks a bit less like nice. Yeah. And then someone commented saying, I'm not surprised it's outselling the Auris, because they stopped selling the Auris three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right, yeah, it was a Corolla, you're right. <laughs> and then Saturday, I've, I've got a new game. So I'm wanting to like, expand my record collection. I've got a little mm. record player. I also don't want to spend any money, so this is going to be a charity shop game. Okay. But we're in Nottingham, and there's a rough trade in Nottingham. And I really like rough trade. It's quite quirky, and they, yeah. do, they do records. And there's a Beck album that has an A60 Supra on the front. Nice. Now, from a distance, an A60 Supra looks like an A86. Yeah. And yeah. I took a photo. I was like, my new game is I'm just going to buy albums that have cars on them. Or I'm going to go around record shops if they're expensive, like full price records, and just take photos of all the albums that have yeah. cars on and just like, here's some more car albums. Um, and I went, first off, is this new Beck album with A86 on it. And someone immediately went, that's an A60 Supra. Here's a link to the article that said, Beck's got an A60 Supra on his new album. <laughs> I was like, right, okay, now I have to be the dickhead that goes, is that a Supra? <laughs> um, yes, yes, it is. It's a Supra, not go. an A86. <laughs> I bought the album anyway, it was only 12 quid, and I like Beck. Yeah, I like Beck. So I'm happy to pay for that one. But yeah. from now on, because it's quite an expensive um, game, it's only going to be charity shops. 
Yeah, if I go to a charity shop, I'm going to search through records. Funnily enough, just on records, the guy, you know I said to you there was the guy in here that supplies the paint? Yeah. The spray paint. He actually wanted to... Oh, we wanted to sell he records. wanted to sell records yeah, from in here. So. I was like, yeah, why not? But I don't think there's much going to come of it yet. But the thing I, is, I, I thought sorry, I thought we could have a little record player. Yeah. I said to him, I was like, oh, we could just put a record player and people could just put records on. Because mm. there was a cafe somewhere in South London, I can't remember exactly, it might be Bexley or somewhere like that. And they, that's pretty much what they do. They have this record player and it's they just have a selection of old vinyl and people can just put on what they want. Yeah. As opposed to the playlist well, being dictated by the calf. But Tamp in Chiswick, he's got he sells records, isn't he? He mm. does like a record of the week or whatever. Yeah. And he just has like a little curated collection that he keeps up with. Yeah, well that's, I might just mention it to this guy next time he's in, I might say to him, Look, if you've if you want to leave some records in here with like prices on and I can just Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A bit like your T shirts. Yeah. I won't I'll just, you know, have Funny loads enough, of like random little bits in it. I'm still chasing the return <coughs> of my t-shirts from uh, a place. From a, a certain place. Yeah, well I sent them a load. I sent them about 500 quid's worth of stock. Mm. And then they did nothing with it. And then I got messages saying, we've done a little charity thing. We've got like 50 quid here, 50 quid there. We'll donate it to the Just Giving page, blah, blah, mm. blah. That never happened. And then it was coffees and cars. They didn't post about it or promote it or mention it in any way. Mm. And I said, well, the idea was that we were going to do this together and you were going to be a place for coffees and cars, and that never happened. Yeah. And now I've asked you if you would at least mention it, and you've just put it's open house, not even mention it in any way. Yeah. And I feel like as a brand that represents community and talking, the amount of, like, read and not replied to messages and all this, it's a bit rude, and it goes against what I'm trying to do. So I like my stuff back, please. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to be frank. I don't think this is working. I don't think you've engaged with it in the way that you said you would. I'd rather just have my stuff back. Yeah. It's fair and I got a bit of a snarky reply saying, I'll send it back first class. And that was a month ago. Mm. So three weeks later, I sent an email with an invoice for all the stuff. And I said, I can only assume that you've sold everything because I've not had anything back. Yeah. Here is the invoice for all the stuff that you've had. I had no reply and I've had no payment. Nice. And I'm down that way next weekend. I might just pop over. Yeah, it might be worth just wandering up and collecting mm. it yeah I think so it's just awkward it is awkward but maybe message them and let them know you're that way yeah and say look I'm going to pop in and collect it if you just have it ready I'll just grab it and, and just we'll go. say no more like yeah. it doesn't have to be a thing we're just you know yeah yeah because my only other alternative is what small claims court or yeah, publicly outing it all over social yeah, media which is a bit this company have ripped off what is effectively a charity yeah to the tune of nearly 600 quid I'm sure that's great for everyone involved. Yeah, it's not ideal. So, but there's a certain part of me that goes, well, people should be publicly accountable. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I think to a degree they should. I think you have to kind of explore all the other avenues yeah. before you do things like that. But at the same time, if, you're, if you've got someone's stock yeah. and they've said, well, you can just return it. And then you don't. And then you don't return it. You've you're, you either decided, yeah, you, you're either... <laughs> You're either going to pay for it and say, well, look, we'll sell it anyway, mm. or you've effectively nicked it. Yeah. Either way, I've not got the stuff, <laughs> yeah. and I haven't got any money. Yeah, you need the stuff or the money. Yeah. That's normally how it works. Yeah. And I've not got either. <laughs> yeah. Which, is, um, which is not, not, not a lucrative and then an, way to run a business. The yeah. added bit that really gets to me is the, the basis of what I'm doing and the reason that I do it, and then to receive that kind of treatment. Just, it's a real added kick. Yeah, I think but that's the other thing. If I was thing. just in it for the business and the money, 
like I wouldn't tolerate it and I wouldn't accept it the same way I don't but you kind of get a certain amount of like business as business yeah whereas to do that attitude towards a business that is trying to do some good and grow some mm. community and be positive even, is yeah I mean even saying business is business like on that premise that's not pay for it or send it back yeah like it's, it's, it's not still, yeah. you don't get to just nick the stuff no you mm. know you've got a and I get people are busy, and but if you've got something that you need to get sent back to someone, them as a, if if you're especially if you're a small business, like they are, and like you would be, yeah, you you know you try and get stuff paid, like you you wouldn't want someone to do it to you. Yeah, you'd appreciate that everybody in the chain is a small business and exactly. relies yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So everyone needs, you yeah. know, needs their stuff, or because you could be able to sell that to someone else. You might need to send that stock elsewhere for someone else, and you know exactly. So it's it's yeah, a it's real a shame. pain in the backside. Um, so yeah, that should be interesting. But that does mean that I'm down that way next weekend because I'm recording a podcast the day before Cars and Coffee mm. at Fuel Coffee House. Cool. So they've got a motorbike meet on one till four. Yeah. So I'm going to go and meet up with my guest at four-ish, and I think he might if it's out over the winter and be bringing his Lotus Cortina which is quite a tasty little thing it's always Um, hard to get good stuff over the winter yeah it is difficult it's a really difficult thing to. I think for the December coffees and cars here I can ask James to bring his GT4 yes because he's just around the corner yeah so I think well I saw him post up and I was like coffees and cars (laughs) he was like yeah yeah I think so I also got a message from a guy (laughs) this afternoon saying Oh, I think I'm near enough. I'll pop down to that a little bit later, like towards the end of it. Yeah. He's got an Alpha 4C. Oh, nice. A really cool little car. Is this all for the ones you're not here for? That's, yeah, Sawbridge with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to try yeah. get out. I think, I'll, I think we're going to have to stop food at 11 and actually tell them to stop. Because quite often, I tell them to stop. And we're like, right, we're done and food. And then they take orders. And then they, they, yeah, and I walk up the road to go and actually just, you know, have an hour. Because yeah. technically we finish at 11. It's 8.30 to 11. Now, obviously, people normally stick around. Yeah. Um, so I normally wander up at 11 o'clock and just kind of go, all right, whatever's here in the last hour that, that's hung around, you I'll just see. see. Yeah. Um, and then invariably they decide that they can do a bacon sandwich. And it's one bacon sandwich. And then... Someone sees that. Yeah, and then they suddenly ring me and go, we've got loads of food to cook. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, I did kind of shut. You're running down the street the like kitchen. a madman. Yeah, right? basically going, oh, I've missed it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've only seen like six cars. Yeah, that, just since we started. It's yeah. like one a month. In the whole almost year that it's been. <laughs> I just see, them, just see them on photos. People tag me and I'm like, oh, oh wasn't there an for... E-type, I think, one, one week? There was an, there was an E-type, E-type parked there, yeah. outside the shop. And, you and I didn't whole time know it happened. The I, I think I saw some photos after. I was like, "How was that out there?" Yeah, it was literally right outside the front yeah, of the shop. Yeah, if I turned around, yeah, <laughs> I'd just have to maybe put the grill face in the opposite direction, yeah, just so you can see what talk yeah. like, comes rumbling past. We'll get you a big mirror or something. Yeah, yeah, just a massive mirror. Put a camera on the front, and we can have a little live feed for you. Yeah, or maybe just up the car park. Yeah, tap into the the council security the one yeah. council security camera that they've got yeah that'd work here we are we'll have to ask if they'll let you look at the cameras or something yeah we'll just take your ring doorbell and move that up there yeah could do <laughs> by a long cable all the way through the town yeah sure we can rustle something up but it's 
no no that would be good if we can get get some of that because like I said it's it's that time of year when you're expecting the interesting the more interesting stuff to be sort of tucked away which is a natural thing yeah to avoid the wet weather and the salty roads yeah. and that sort of stuff but then you get to find out who starts to come for the community more then yeah well this is it so you start and, and you, you start to see people turning up but in their daily yeah you know and like that's and to be honest that's what it's about isn't it well, there's really? a certain sense of like getting up on a Sunday morning, putting a coat on and a scarf and a hat, and just going and being around people. It's quite a nice thing, like have a cup yeah. of coffee and a, a mill about. And funnily enough, the bacon sandwiches come into their own this time of year, so yeah. it's, it's almost it like really adds to the mm. the feel of it, rather than just like oh, it's only sports through the summer and this that and the other, which is yeah. a little bit shallow of the. Well, you can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't put something on that's, that's based around. You know, getting a community built and then, and you know, giving people something to look forward to every month, but only in the summer. Yeah. You know, it's, it doesn't work like that. No, so, I but I've always said that even if it's only a handful of people that come in over the winter, we'll just open up because that's the premise of it is, yeah. is getting, giving people something to access. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and a bit, bit like a seasonal cafe in, say, you lived on the, if you're on the coast, you know. You're open all year round, but you get your but you make your you. money, yeah, and you do your, your your big trade during the summer months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a similar thing, you know. We get the better cars, we get, you know, all those things. All those things happen during the summer. Yeah, you know. But I've, I mean, it's been impressive the amount of people that are still turning it's up. It's been really and, impressive, really. You know, and and quite quite reassuring to see that people are committed to it. Yeah, and getting involved and getting engaged. Yeah. And so I've started um, putting them on Roadster. There's an app called Roadster. Okay. And it's like a little social media for cars. Oh, brilliant. Um, so I've put the event on. This is all off the back of, so a friend of mine from the London lot, um, he's not like the middle-aged guys that tend to be the, he's a young lad, photographer, media guy, has a Mark II Golf, with a 180 in it. Yep, it's pretty. Um, so he's a friend of mine, he's a really cool guy, and he sent me a link to that one that I talked about on Saturday. Oh yeah. 40 that turned up. He went, mate, you should go there. I'm going. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be in Nottingham, but that's actually further away from you than my one is that you still haven't been to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you cheeky sod. We'll drive all the way to like practically the other side of Chelmsford yeah. from like northeast or northwest London or mm. wherever he is but won't hop up the M11 to my <laughs> yeah. so I was like oh well, he's using Roadster so he's found it on Roadster so people are using it Yeah. so I'll get involved on there so yeah. I've had four people say they're going to attend the Sawbridge with one. Oh, that's great you see is, little things like that just, just gives us some indication that people are going to turn up mm. which is nice no, I might good. suggest because a lot of people do free Eventbrite tickets Okay. So that they know what kind of numbers to expect. Yeah. But I think this might work a little easier the more people that start to use the app. Yeah. Because then you know how many people are going to come, you know what to at least prepare for. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those where it's down to. Uh, yeah. Uh, weather, like weather can kill it. Yeah. You know. And the number of people that use that app. But I think Roadster are actually looking for people that to be involved with. So I think as we start to grow this network of cars and coffee we can work with them it could almost be a subgroup yeah we just get them to promote what we're doing because yeah. it helps grow their platform and it helps mm. grow our audience and everybody wins yeah um, so I think 
when I get some energy back, I'll start to try and grow the network of it a bit. Yeah. So ready for like March next year. We can I go think that's the thing. It's bang. now, like we were saying earlier, even though you've got that that lull in, in yeah, it's using in, that. To it's it's, a, prepare, it's, the, it's it? the time. Yeah, it's the key time to then go right. What do we need to do? Yeah, for next April when we start to see people come back out in in higher numbers. But, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, getting a few getting a few venues on board, things like that. It's just you know, it's, it's quite a bit of time to to get things. Yeah, and I think if we aim for similar to this, where it's not necessarily like... So I think that... Let's take Cars and Coffee Cheshire, for example. Mm. They're in a field that I think they have to rent, or they have... There's some associated cost in that sense. Whereas if we look at you in contrast, you're a coffee shop owner. Yeah. So it's driving business to your business, rather than we have to rent a place and have someone come and do coffee. Yeah. So if we find more locations that we work with, say coffee shops or like car garages that have a coffee theme to it or like that kind of thing, like Fuel Coffee House or um, I think it's Gilk's Garage, I think off the top of my head. They do have like a coffee shop and a garage so they've got an audience and a space and they yeah. so then it, it a gives them extra business and b grows the community yeah definitely and then everybody grows from it rather than having to think oh if not enough people turn up we can't afford the space so we can't do it yeah we can go right it's just the coffee shops open anyway yeah it's only for a few hours so the the overheads for the coffee shop aren't huge mm-hmm. and hopefully if it goes according to the plan that it's been going for us we'll see an increase in business over those those days. Um, and it just provides a reason for people to go to that coffee shop then. Yeah. And it's just finding locations that have <clears throat> parking or capacity for cars to be nearby. Yeah, that's the key thing, because we're quite, you know, we're fortunate in that we've got- That car you know, park the, like, Local street, car yeah. park and street. But I mean, most, most towns or, you know, especially smaller towns like this. Yeah. They have, those types of facilities and quite often and you know we were, I think we were talking about it the other day saying about kind of keeping things more grassroots yeah yeah that's sort of this rather than having to pay for something larger you're, you're tapping yeah, into local communities rather than yeah because I know like Jordan with Slammed he does um, Chelmsford Park and Ride yeah so he just takes over a thousand car park yeah. thousand space car park mm. then there's the rent and this that and the other so it's it's got to be big and he's got to charge yeah. to justify it existing. Well, that's the key here because we could charge, like in theory, we could take over the car park officially, Yeah. And then, but then we'd have to charge. So then just to have the event happen, we'd have to have a certain number of cars turn on. Yeah, which then sometimes would negate putting it on. And, and actually, I quite like, a lot of people as well have commented on how relaxed it is. Yeah. And I think that's partly to do with the fact that you can have like Noble, Porsche, Renault Scenic parked the wrong way because it's nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's just that that sort of, sort of eclectic... There's no pressure. No, no, no. And it's just funny. It's got, there's kind of like a, a, a comedy element to it almost in the fact yeah, that yeah. you can get these cars, supercars lined up, you've got four or five, and you've just got someone who's turned up and doesn't have a clue what's going on. They're just like, car park. <laughs> yeah. Like the guys that do, I think it's like some sort of orienteering or, or rambling, whatever, yeah. yeah, whatever it is. And they just, every month, they turn up and still look confused. Yeah, and like, even though every there's month. a lot of cars here again. What? 
because like the second month, so the first month we did it, we did it in the middle car park. So the car park in Silver just got three car parks, mm. um, a bit like a three-leaf clover in the in the layout. So we did the middle one the first time, and then we found that because that's the way out, we had cars passing through it. So then all the cars, all the people that were parked up, and all the people wandering around looking at the cars, were then having to move. So mm. like, right, we'll go to the one in the back corner. Yep. Because then we're out the way, no through traffic. And then it turned out that the local cricket club ran on that day. So we had like Lotus, me in the 86, old Porsche. And then there was an empty space and some random mum <laughs> who obviously had like three kids in the back of the car who were obviously stressing her out because she just dived straight into that empty space facing the other way to all the other cars yeah, and then yeah. vanished right in the middle of the whole thing. And took paid no attention to anything that was going on. Just get out of the car, get your stuff. Let's go to the cricket ground. <laughs> like just disappeared. Um, so then we're like, right, we'll move it to the other car park. We did that, and then a group of walkers turned up and did the same thing. Just, yeah. There's a random like Ford Focus facing in, and then we had the old Volvo that came, and we were all were like, <laughs> oh my god, look at this old Volvo 240. And it was just an old guy that drove a Volvo 240. Yeah, everyone. And he did a lap and drove off. Everyone assumed it was someone who'd brought yeah. it along. We were like, oh wow, look at this. And then we just realised he had just had loads of stuff in the Cement back. Cement and gardening yeah. tools. Using it as it should be used. Mm. And then. Um, did a lap round, realised there were no spaces, and drove off again. Yeah, presumably yeah. to the next car park. But yeah. But no, that's what I mean. It's quite. But it's but, not like we don't put signs up or anything like that. No, but th- that's the part of the beauty of having it in a public space where you don't pay for it because there's that sort of randomness. Yeah. That. You know, you, you, and it is a community thing. Like yeah, people keeps, can just attend and yeah. wander around. And we've I had think, a lot of community feedback saying, "Oh, I'll come down and just see what's going on." Oh yeah, we get loads, and it's really nice. And not, the other thing is, a lot of people say, "Oh, my car's not this or that." And yeah, and actually, I think um, somebody popped in the other day and said that their husband was like, "Oh, I was going to bring. He was going to bring his car, but." He said he hadn't cleaned it or whatever, and I was like, "But you don't need to clean it." Just yeah, I turn it. up in a dirty. I was like, "Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it." And it's like apparently it's like an MR2. Now I don't know which model of MR2, but still, be but it could be. But well, like, Jared brings. Well, it I was MR2, just going to say, yeah. Jared comes down. It might be the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, I was just like, "Well, just tell him to bring it. Like, don't worry about cleaning it." I mean, obviously, if he cleans it, it's great. But you know, it's not. It's not the reason that. No, that's that was. This not is not a show thing. and shine event, is it? No, the point of it is to get people to attend. Mm. Regardless of what, and people say, "Oh, my car's not very interesting." You're like, well, it's not interesting to you, maybe, but there, there might be somebody that's interested in it. Me know? and my dad once had a guy get excited about his transit van. Yeah, like but you never know not? who's going to find your car interesting. No, and it's and it's my dad just had a, a long wheelbase, high top transit van, like mm. a normal transit. And this guy's like, "Oh my god, it's the high top and the long wheelbase, and it's got this engine and it's this." And my dad was like, "I have no idea what any of that stuff is. No. I just, oh, there's a van. I need a van." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, this guy was a transit van fanatic. Yeah. And we'd boxed out, boxed out the inside of the sliding door for all tools and things. Mm. And the guy was like, "That's amazing. I've never thought of that." <laughs> and I was like. Oh, it just seemed convenient. Yeah, it just seemed <laughs> just a normal thing to do. Is I need to access my tools. The sliding door seems the most appropriate place to do it. Yeah, but you never know who's going to find your car interesting. No, and that's the other reason why you should always bring them. Yeah, because right. it just doesn't. And, and you know what? If no one finds it interesting, it doesn't matter. They're not going to heckle you. No, they're, they're just not going to stand and you around. You get the opportunity it. to stand and look at other cars. Yeah, but you're part of the community. It's great. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I think when you find with some shows. There, there is, yeah. It is a little bit like that, and I think that's something that I wouldn't want it to turn into. No, and I think when you start getting to 
some shows where it's a ticketed thing as well. You then go in with an expectation that this needs to be worth my money. Yes. And I've then spent a tenner to be here. And what's, what am I getting for that? Mm. Um, like the only time we would ever think of having anything ticketed is if it got big enough that we had enough communities that we could put on a centralised thing and we had to cover the cost of the thing. Yeah, and I think at that point, that's when you have things like your Koenigseggs. If you've got someone that can bring something down and you say, okay, we're going to have a little section here where there's some yeah. you know, stuff that's a bit unusual. Um, but then you start inviting car clubs and you, you start yeah, doing that kind of thing. A bit like thing. what um, Churro did with the Petrol Hedonism Live at Nebworth. Yeah. He had like up at the top end there was so like the custom exotic guys were there yeah with the display of their work and there was some like ferrari owners and the fast max power cars were there you have something to go and see yeah or you do it at like a racetrack and you're like drifting on or something so there's yeah. something to to see and do that's it um whereas what we do as a as a you know as a community building thing with tacona is not mm. that's that's it's if it, it that's grows it, big enough. Like if yeah. the community, so if we get say fifteen or twenty of them, yeah, all within like the south region, we go right once a year. We'll have a massive one. But that's a one-off event. Yeah, that's not an actual. That's not your regular that's thing. That's not coffees and cars. That's just we're doing a bit a large-scale event where we will have hopefully input from you know larger companies. Yeah, yeah. Detailers, people that you know custom car builders you know that, that's the thing like a that's, a, that's a slightly you know that's the end sort of a longer term goal yeah. um, but it won't impact no the, the and we won't do it on the second Sunday of the month we'll do no it we won't a different we'll, one we'll do it so on a can, different Sunday yeah so we can or keep a weekend you know a full weekend like yeah. the third weekend of the month or something like that yeah so that we can we'll still do at the end of the, the month so we kind of in between in the between. coffees and cars exactly you know that's yeah that's a nice easy nice easy kind of thing to schedule but it's just but yeah you're right I mean you don't want to you, you don't want to do a ticketed event unless it's yeah because like the idea is to keep the entry the barrier to entry as low as possible yeah well that's the thing it's, it's anyone can access it when it's free yeah whereas if you start ticketing things and then people are going to start going oh I'm paying what a fiver to come and see my mates we can yeah. go and do that in Mackie's car park or <laughs> exactly yeah and that's that's kind of what we do here is in a car park it's free yeah, you're encouraged to come and get a coffee and a, and a something to eat because obviously, like a portion of that money then goes, yeah, you know, in in to sort of charity. But it it isn't like a prerequisite that you have to. Yeah, it's just there if you want it. Yeah, if you want to get up on a Sunday morning, have a coffee and a bacon sandwich, and see your mates talk about cars, that's what we're doing. Exactly. Come and have a go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've done an hour and twenty. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's sufficient because I am going to have to go and go to the gym. Yeah, and I imagine when we do these in the future, we'll probably have to kind of have some sort of timer, about an hour. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I think an hour is a nice figure to aim for. I think an hour and a half is a, a nice long. This is like a special. Well, <laughs> maybe, because we could probably do an hour and a half relatively easy. <laughs> yeah, no, start? I think it's more for if we get anyone actually listening. Well, funny you say that because the, the morning drive ones... The one that me, you, and Matt did mm. was my most popular one. Oh, really? And that was really long. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. I, was, I think, well, I suppose, yeah. I like a, an hour's podcast. I think an hour so. seems like a nice. Yeah. If you can keep it within an hour. So, so we're going to try and do them about once a month. Yep. For about an hour. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be called Coffees and Cars. And we know it's grammatically incorrect, but we're not too strict about that. 
it's not our kind of thing no. unless it's the word panino yep in which case we're very strict on it absolutely and you should look up the meaning because panino is the single of panini and if you go to a good place that sells paninis which i guess you don't need the s for no there's no such thing as paninis then you should ask for a panino because it's panini and then educate the people that are serving you see panino is one and panini is multiple and panini is two. the i is an s basically right well then yeah um and then we'll put all that on a t-shirt and do it on patreon have you this is like the worst thing <laughs> so if you say have you seen fight club as a white guy it's like of course a white guy's seen fight club because it's the go-to edgy film that all white guys have seen and they think right. that they're edgy because they've seen fight club it's a like did you ever read the book generation x have you heard of the book? Oh, no, I've heard of the book. Yeah. I haven't read it. So that kind of encapsulated that about 20 to 25 in the 90s yeah. mindset, which is kind of what Fight Club was. Mm. The generation that don't really have a cause. There's no wars or anything like that that they're fighting for. Yeah. But at the start or at some is point... Is me? It's us. You're... Yeah, it's you <laughs> and to a lesser extent me because I was born in the 90s and we're, I'm a more of a millennial than you are. I think I think I scrape I think, into the yeah you're in the millennial. The two. I mean, that would, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, ninety four. No, to be fair, because I was born in ninety three, so you were born in eighty three. Eighty three, but then so ninety, I would have been seven. Yeah, just yeah. So, so it's the generation before Gen X is born yeah. in seventies, in their twenties, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like. Um, okay. But there's a bit in Fight Club where. It, there's like a red screen that flashes up and there's a white box with text on it. Mm. I can't remember what the text says. No. But that's the, the idea of this t-shirt now is it's going to be one of those and it's going to have all this text Yeah. and it's just going to be about the meaning of Panino and how we don't really care about grammar unless it's that one specific way. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we're at hour and 25 so we'll wrap it up there I think. Yeah, no worries. And I'll, uh, I'll see you next month. Excellent. Lovely chat. Or tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>